Hi, this is Nicola Beer. I am so glad you're with me today because we are into lesson three. And lesson three is how women and men's relationship needs differ. So if, you, if you're new to this, in lesson one and in lesson two, I talked about other topics that I've learnt from um, the beginning of my relationship coaching training, marriage counselling, studying and all of the, the work that I've done to help improve other people's lives as well as my own. And that's, this journey started for me nine years ago and I actually worked started working with people 13 years ago. So all of what I've learned I'm sharing with you in seven lessons and this is lesson three. So women and men's needs differ in relationships and I didn't realise how important this was before. So I'm going to take you through my before, my during learning and my after learning so that you can start applying this. So I'm going to give you a few tips at the end. So before researching how to create and maintain love and connection, I failed to recognise the difference between what I wanted and needed in a relationship and my partners. I never thought about it before, to be honest. I was oblivious to the fact that we all have a top three to five relationship needs that cause us to fall in love and stay in love. And that when they're being met consistently, they help us to stay connected to our partners. Before I studied relationship and marriage counselling and love, I used to give what I wanted back in return. I would prioritise what was important for me in the relationship. So I'm a kind of person that I love to be told that I'm loved, that I'm important, that I'm um, cared for, that I'm a nice person, that I'm caring, that I'm helping someone. You know, I like to be told that I'm special and I'm attractive. You know, for me, words and someone telling me that I'm special is really important to me. And more important than that to me is actually the opposite. So if someone's criticising me, if someone's putting me down, if someone's making me feel that I am um, worthless or that I'm not special or not um, loved, unloved, then that can make me feel that I want to run away, I want to be far away, I don't want to be criticised or put down. So that's one of my needs in a relationship. So in my relationships, before I learnt all this, I would show love and give love by doing the same. So I would praise whoever I was with. I'd say, oh, wow, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. It's, you're so great. You do this. Because that's what I wanted back. And I, before, I didn't think, well, perhaps there could be a difference here. I just presumed that that's what love is. That's, that's what everyone wants. And actually, I've found out now that isn't what everyone wants. So that's one of my befores. Another one um, of my befores is that I didn't realise how important the in-love feeling was. I knew it was a wonderful feeling to feel in love. But I didn't realise that um, the in-love feeling is important in a relationship because it enables you to ignore annoying, annoying habits, let arguments go, to go the extra mile for your partner... And it also makes a relationship means effortless, seem effortless. I mean, how many of you fell in love with something 
or love something about your partner when you first met and then a year, two years, three years down the line, that habit or what they did or what they said then becomes really annoying. And what's changed? They haven't changed the habit they used to do it before. The thing that has changed is you. And you perhaps have fallen out of the in love feeling. And what I didn't know before is that you can get the in love feeling back. I was unaware that you could get this back by just making a few adjustments over a certain period of time. So during the training, I learned the different types of relationship needs that individuals have. I became aware that many individuals like me focus on giving their partner more of what they want, not what their partner needs. The problem with this was clear. Men and women would find, despite all their best efforts, that their partner failed to respond, reciprocate or appreciate. I noticed couples where it was obvious that they deeply loved and cared for one another, but they just weren't connecting. In training, I became familiar with the work of many famous marriage counsellors and their applications of the 10 needs in marriage counselling. These 10 needs are pretty much universal. That is, I've seen them across various different cultures. And the the studies from these marriage counsellors also found that they could be applied. And what they found is they gave a list of these 10 needs to women and men and asked them to put them in order. And then what they found is they found that men's were in the reverse order of women's and women's were pretty much in the reverse order of men's. And the top five for men were almost always completely different to the top five uh, women's. And I just want to point out that this is useful because it gives us insight into the differences between men and women's needs. However, for it to be even more useful and meaningful meaningful for you, for you to really get the benefit of this episode that I'm sharing with you, then what would be useful is for you to go through these relationship needs with your partner and ask them what theirs are and really discover and work out what your unique blend is in the relationship because your need in the relationship is going to be very different to other couples and how, and how you want those needs met. I also, while um, I remember, actually have on my website uh, an ebook that you can just download for free, which is The Seven Secrets to Saving Your Marriage. And all you need to do is to go to www.purepeace.com, either on, on the homepage, the book is there, or get, click on to Marriage problems and it's there and it gives tips on how to really save your your marriage or relationship. Having lived as an expat for nine years I've actually worked with individuals from a complete range of religious, cultural and social backgrounds and I noticed from all of this different work working with people from Asia, Europe, Africa, Middle East, Australia, New, um, New Zealand, America, that actually two needs were missing from these list of 10 that these marriage counsellors did. So I actually added two. So it's the 12 relationship needs that I go through with every couple 
or individual in my relationship rescue programs because sometimes actually the power of one person to transform a relationship is remarkable and it works every time if the person's really dedicated and um, you know gives it time I'm not saying it, it, it you know it happens overnight like that it does take time but it does work so today I'm talking about the 10 needs from the marriage counsellor W Harley's work and he found that the top two women's needs and the top two men's needs were very different. And our top two are obviously very, very important to us. We're going to need them in every relationship we have. So let me t- share with you what the women's two top, top two are and what the men's top two are. So the women's top two are affection and intimate conversation, meaningful conversation. So let's start with affection. Affection is the expression of care and protection. Things like hugs, holding hands, back rubs, I love you notes, text messages that say I love you or I'm thinking of you, flowers and other romantic or thoughtful gestures. Anything that symbolizes I care for you, I will protect you, I'm here for you. That is what women need and want most in a relationship. They want that protection. And that's what they really need. Second is meaningful conversation. This is another equally as important need. For many women, they want to be listened to. They want to express themselves. They want the conversation to be two-way. They want undivided attention. And they'll get very frustrated if they're not having meaningful conversation. And what's not meaningful conversation? We're talking only about children's logistics, talking about sports, talking about other news that isn't about deep relationships or feelings and thoughts. No, they'll also get very frustrated if their partner is, whilst talking on the TV, their mobile, reading the paper doing other things which shows they're not engaging and they're not caring. So these two are really important. And if you miss lesson one, I also talk about emotional honesty. And emotional honesty is very important in terms of meaningful conversation. So men's top two needs, I bet you can probably guess what they are. Um, Number one was sexual fulfillment. Some men, and women as well, so it's not just men, but many men have a need for sex. Others who don't have this need can want to be intimate as an expression of their love and can want to be intimate when they feel connected to someone, but it's not really a need. That means that when they're disconnected from someone, they don't really want or need it. And usually if you have uh, this need, it will predate your current relationship and you'll know that you have it because you will become really frustrated without it. And many people with this need find that they can have sex with someone regardless of arguing with them. Um, But many people who don't have this need find that that's impossible. That's absolutely impossible. And one of the biggest mistakes that I think couples make is not realising that that sexual fulfilment is a relationship need. If you don't have it as a need, then you don't see it as as important. But once you 
hear from someone who has it as a need and tell you that how important it is, then um, you can really see that actually it's, it's a need. And unlike any of the other needs um, out of the 12, this need cannot be met by anyone outside the relationship. You know, obviously without you being unfaithful, which is um, not what we want. So, you know, intimate conversation you can have with your family, your friends. You can have um, affection from your children or from your family. But sexual fulfillment you cannot have anywhere outside, outside the marriage without breaking your marriage vows. Number two for men is doing activities and sharing hobbies together. Most men love taking part in or watching their hobbies regularly. Whether it's football, rugby, golf, sailing, pool, tennis, Formula One, cricket, biking, surfing, they tend to get really into them. Generally speaking, women, by contrast, are less interested in the activity they do For most women, it's more about who they'll be spending time with, what the topic of conversation will be, will they have the opportunity to connect and meet like-minded people? And sometimes, you know, what can they wear for the occasion? Is it an occasion they can get dressed up? Or is it an occasion where they're going to learn something? You know, for, for women, it's not really about the activity, it's about the bonding and connection. And obviously, these are generalizations from the the marriage counseling studying that I've been doing over the years, but they 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 can play out, so it's useful to be aware of them many men many men and women surveyed who had this need in their top five reported to have felt more in love and have a greater fulfillment when their partners joined them in activities and I encourage many married married couples to do things together because If you think about it, if you're having your happiest moments doing extra activities outside the home, then when you do them together, you're amplifying that love and amplifying that happiness and good time. Because that's what relationships really should do. They should amplify the good. So the greatest lesson of all of this was to learn that in order to fall back in love and maintain that in love feeling, you need to be focusing on each other's top three to five needs out of the 12. You need to want to know each other's needs and get to know them and then start to follow a plan where you're making sure that you're each month or each week meeting each other's needs. If you want to know what the other eight relationship needs are, you're welcome to contact me. And we can set up a call and, and, and um, discuss the programs that I have further. Or, as I said, you can get the ebook that I have for free on my website, which is a book on the seven secrets to saving your marriage. And you can get that at www.purepeacecoaching.com. It's on the homepage and it's also on the, the services tab, Marriage Problems. And you'll get that. And by signing up to that, in one of the emails following that, I do share what the all 12 are. So what's the benefit of listening to this today and how can you apply it? Well, the first step is awareness of what you and your partner really need in a relationship and putting a plan in place to focus on each other's needs. But it must be enjoyable. So when I do this with couples or when I do this individuals planning how to improve their relationship, we sit down and we say, right, 
what's enjoyable for you. We, we pick hobbies, for example, that are enjoyable. We pick ways of showing affection that are enjoyable. We look at intimate conversation and meaningful conversation that's going to be enjoyable for both. So if you love talking about sailing and your partner cannot stand it, that is not going to be a good idea. So we need to find topics that are going to be interesting and fulfilling for you both. We need to find activities or holidays that are going to be interesting and stimulating for you both, if that makes sense. So it has to be a fun plan. In the next lesson, lesson four, I'm also going to be talking to you about affairs because I've learned a lot about infidelity over the past eight years. And knowing the relationship needs is really important when it comes to protecting your relationship against infidelity. So don't forget to um, check out and, and look out for this next week. Um, okay, so after focusing on relationship needs and marriage counselling, I've seen absolutely transformational shifts in couples just by focusing on each other's top three to five needs. So I really hope that you get something from this today and that you can can learn learn from it. So all you have to do is you really have to just ask each other, what can I do that will make you the happiness? What would you really love me to do? What makes you feel loved? What makes you feel special? And then then put it into place. If you are listening to this thinking, but Nicola, I've reached a stage where we're barely communicating or Nicola, asking this kind of question would feel so unnatural or uncomfortable, you know, to me, then I just want to say you're so not alone. I do have some other ways that I can support you, so do get in touch with me or just keep listening and there'll be other ways I'm going to be showing you how you can improve a relationship if you're really not talking and you're in a kind of gridlock situation. My heart goes out to you because I know how difficult, having been there before, that is. So anyway, like I said, I really hope there's something useful for you today. I really hope that you can get your needs met and fall back in love. That's my, my dream for you. Thank you for being here with me and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future, either in another episode or through my website or through a conversation. Have a great day.